The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I used to do this over the years with my own kids, that every time one of my girls, my son, would come home from school, the first question I'd ask them on the first day, before asking them about their teachers, I'd ask them, is there somebody in the class that has no friends? Is there a girl that no one has anything to do with? You know, because as the year starts developing and, you know, the clicks start clicking and people start taking their sides somehow or other, no matter which school, no matter which state, no matter which society, there's always people that are left out and they have nobody. They have mamash nobody. No one ever calls them to come over. No one ever calls them to hang out. No one ever calls them for anything. And they live a lonely, desperate life. And it's such a pain, such a pain. So I'd always ask my girls, and I remember one year, my daughter, she said to me, yeah, Abba, there's one girl, but, uh, you know. I said, Sarah, I want you to go tomorrow, and I want you to become this girl's best friend. She says, Abba, come on. Best friend? Come on. I said, Sarah, I want you to become her best friend. Abba, you're the rabbi, not me. What are you asking me to do? I have my friends. I said, I know, but she doesn't. She has nobody. Give a little sacrifice for somebody else. What does it take? Befriend her. Abba, forget it. I said, Sarah, you're inviting her over tomorrow night for homework. She says, come on. I said, you're doing it. Fine. But Abba, listen, now that you're pushing me, can I tell you the truth? I said, yeah. She smells. I said, what? She smells. I said, excuse me? She says, you heard me. She's hygienically awkward. She doesn't. That's why everyone stays away from her. She dresses like Cinderella on the way back from the ball. She doesn't smell well. I can't do it. I said, Sarah, you're going to invite that girl over tomorrow night for homework. Don't worry about the rest. The next night, Sarah invites this girl over. Ladies, listen to me. This girl walks through the door. This girl is now in two and a, two and a half years of high school. No one invited her over once. She didn't have a friend. Two and a half years of high school. I saw the look on her face when she walked through the front door of my house. Her face was lit up. She was shining. She couldn't believe she entered the inside of somebody else's house. She couldn't believe someone invited her. She walked in like she was walking around in Disneyland. She was walking around the house with such a smile. My daughter and her went upstairs. They did the homework together. Then I turned to my wife. I said, okay, now get up there and do your stuff. She looked at me, what stuff? What are you talking about? I said, come on, Naomi, go upstairs and do your stuff. She said, what do you want me to do? I said, come on, go help out the girl. This is a moment literally to save a girl's life. Sacrifice for somebody else. What does it take? Tell her. Later on, we found out the girl comes from a broken home. Later on, we found out that the problems at home were of such there was no one at home to mother this girl, to give families love and direction to what a typical girl gets. She, Hazita, she didn't have. My wife went upstairs. She sat down with the two. And at the end, my wife winks to Sarah like, disappear. Sarah gets up as if she's going to the bathroom. My wife turns to the girl and she tells her, I want to tell you something. You're really a pretty girl. You know, that was the first time this girl ever heard that in her whole life. You're really a pretty girl. I want to tell you something. And she starts, she starts talking to the girl like a mother. And she starts telling her, you know, 
if you take care of certain things, everyone would realize how beautiful you are. And she started telling her about deodorant, about different things that a girl needs to hear from somebody. Till finally at the end, my wife quietly went into a room, put some stuff together. No one saw, no one knew. As the girl was walking out, my wife put her arm around her, walked her out the door and handed her this little brown bag. And she told her, I'm taking my girl shopping tomorrow. Come over tomorrow. Just if it's okay with your mom. She walked out 10 feet tall. She came back the next night. Now listen to me. My girls needed no clothes. But we went shopping. And all my wife needed was the green light and an Amex. <laughs> that was it. To the mall we go. Right? Hi-ho, hi-ho. To the mall we... Right? They went to the mall. They came back. And I'm telling you, I'm so happy. Because I found out at the end of that year, this girl went through a complete transformation. At the end of that year, when they had the Shabbaton, and they were giving out jobs, the head of this, and the head of that, and the head of this, this girl was chosen the head of dance. She became one of the most popular girls in the school. She came over to the house months later. I didn't even recognize it was her. She looked like a different person. Why? Because somebody sacrificed for her. What does it take to sacrifice for another person? This is what makes us great people. We're not here for ourselves. Break out in a selfish bubble. Let's remember we're here for someone else. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.